What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of what, parents? Good old Singaporean humor. Good old Singaporean humor, Singaporean man. Humor. Yeah. Yeah, this is a midweek episode. How yeah. has the first half of your week been, man, Terrence? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. I think the hangover from National Day is wearing off already. Wearing off. You had a National Day hangover? Uh, not just me, but I think the whole country had a National Day hangover. What like kind of hangover? Week. A very different kind of hangover, no? Like, like uh, just no, no, there was hardly any, like, bad news or criticism or anything about uh, in Singapore the last week la, I felt about NDP uh, or just like just more like uh, just in negative? general la. yeah very very it was hard to find really negative things uh, you know not, not that we're, we're out to look for negative things to talk about but you know that's what gets people talking la, right and I, I, what I found was like the last week was like wow seems um, everyone's very re- united behind the crying man and the red lion uh, parachuting thing and all that, yeah. No except for really, Orchard like, Towers, like, except for Orchard Towers. Yeah, I mean, there's some people who are very angry about Orchard Towers. Uh, yeah, no, no, not that, that doesn't, but it's not everyone. La. So you had a sure. positive vibe. Uh. So now you're coming off the positive vibe, is it? Exactly. exactly. So because the, the, reality, the reality is coming crashing home. The, the inevitable crash, yeah. Oh, is it? The, high. the inevitable yeah. crash. Wow. Sorry. That's a very bleak way to start the podcast. Yeah. The message, I mean, it, I mean, it's sort of in line with what we're talking about as well, right? Kind of, like, kind of. At least yeah, the first yeah, topic, yeah. like, the first topic. Yeah, correct, correct. But that's the second topic also, actually, very, yeah. Second also topic is, is what? That one, that one is the, deep, the, the, the one that I do have many thoughts on. And I'm sure you also have. You, I'm sure, and yeah. I'm sure listening also, if you clicked, you saw the title, you probably have yeah. also. Or you might be thinking, what the fuck is that? But yeah. either way, we're going to dive into it. Yes. But yeah. That's right. But before, before that, we dive into it, yes. uh, what is it? What are we plugging? Um, just a good old plug to to give our podcast, if you enjoy it, if any part of it has made you smile or made you think, to give it a, a rating on either Spotify or Apple. Uh, mm. I'm not so sure other podcast players have rating systems, but Spotify and Apple does have. You know, on mm. Apple, you can also leave a comment. So it would be great yeah. if you guys could just um, let us know what you feel. So when other people new to the podcast, they click, they're like, oh shit. A lot of people like this. Mm. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. So, yeah. yeah. So, right. while we're talking, just open up your phone, uh, wherever you're listening, just click on the rating, right? Just click on the rating. That's right. Cool, uh, man. On to that first topic that we talked on to about. On the first topic, yeah. Um, yes. It is, the, it is based off a recent podcast that Singapore's ambassador at large, Tommy Ko, did with uh, Channel News Asia. Mm. Um, it was Called released- Heart of the Matter. Yeah, Heart of the Matter. And it was released uh, quite, I mean, like five five days mm-hmm. ago, was it? Yeah. Uh, it's not not super recent, right? It came out mm-hmm. on... Oh, let me, oh shit. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, it think, came out on uh, Friday. It came out on Friday. Yeah, it came out on Friday mm-hmm. and articles were were sort of written about it, I think, uh, Monday onwards, right? Yeah, so so 12 August, like 12 August, Friday. Yeah. And yeah, Monday onwards, there were articles. And essentially, the title of a lot of the articles is referencing something that Tomiko said on the podcast. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is that Singapore is snobbish and looks down on those who are poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's it right. is a 37-minute podcast. Um, yeah. But this formed the crux or the central focus point of a lot of the articles that were written. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So, I mean, so, I mean yeah. yeah uh, just in some context for the podcast as well, there were, it was not just about from Tommy Cola. I think there were two other guests as well. Mm. Uh, uh, um, you know, uh, and they were giving basically different viewpoints about, uh, about the same questions uh, that Tommy Cole was asked. Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, probably this is the, the part that people really latched on uh, what Tommy Cole said about, you know, Singapore being a very snobbish place. La. Yeah. And I mean, like uh, the context of the podcast, like if you look at the description and all, was just to to refer to, you know, the forward Singapore uh, thing that uh, DPM Lawrence Wong mentioned before, you know, the yes. social compact. Um, yes, that's right. The host of this podcast, Stephen Chia, who, I mean, if you've watched any CNA stuff, you probably know him. Um, mm. He wanted to get... Uh, thoughts from three generations of Singaporeans. So Tomiko mm. was from the older generation. 
Um, yeah. The middle-aged generation was the president of PPIS, uh, mm. which is the Singapore Muslim Women's Association. Her name is Hazlina Halim. And the yeah. younger generation was Laura Sim, a 21-year-old student from SMU. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so it was, there was the context of it. Like, and throughout the 37 minutes, uh, I mean, we both listened to the podcast. The podcast is mm. available wherever you are listening to this podcast. Yeah. But what were some of the things that stuck out, stuck out for you? Uh? Stuck out, stuck out. Stuck out. <laughs> stuck out, yeah. man. Yeah. The first thing that stuck out was that I... I mean, they, definitely they were not in a room together. It was mm. over Zoom. So the audio quality wasn't great, lah, to be frank. Mm. Uh, and then I found that quite disappointing. Sometimes and my, my phone was at, like, at its max speaker level mm. and I still had to hold it up to my ear to sort of make out what, what some of the guests are saying. Like, Terrence, right? here they're talking about future of Singapore and you're just and shitting I'm, on the audio quality. I'm bitching. But, you're but no, audio but snob. Still, you're an audio snob. No, it, it audio brings snob. me... It's part of a larger point I'm trying to say. Uh, I mean, this is Channel News Asia. Like, they have budget. They have the professionals to do it and all that. But I just feel that they're going about this podcasting uh, too much as like, almost like an offshoot of a talk show. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like as long as the... They don't... They're not... They don't... Not really thinking about the podcast as, a, as its own audio experience that is separate from radio, that is separate from a talk show, you know? Mm. So the thing about podcasts is that it's meant to be a, an experience. It's a much more intimate experience where where the people are speaking in your ears. So if it sounds bad, it's really bad, lah, you know? It is mm. exacerbated. It's not like TV where you okay, you get by with the shitty audio quality, but when it's in your ears, in your airports with, you know, the the and, and everything else is crisp except whatever except the podcast you're listening to, it's very grating on the ears. Firstly, mm. that's about the the audio quality. But secondly, it's just the format of it as well, just, just none of the guests could ever really dive deep into what they were talking about. Mm. And, and, and just like every other show you see on TV, the host is just trying to rush through to meet a certain timeline uh, and hit a certain number of questions that they want to hit. Mm. And uh, even like some of these incendiary, I mean, I wouldn't say, I take back incendiary, but maybe more controversial opinions that, that Tommy, Tommy Cole, Prof Tommy Cole was bringing up. I, I wish that they had a chance to go into it a little bit further and really drill into why he, he thinks so and all. Uh, mm, as opposed to mm. just get the soundbite so that someone can write a headline about it and then after that, they just move on from there. Uh, you know? Mm, mm, so, that's what I feel. Uh, the, 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 the disappointment I had listening to it was, yeah, it just really just felt like, okay, uh, you, you scratch the issues on the surface but they don't use of the, they don't make full use of the podcast medium to really dive deep and really understand uh, the thought process behind what he says, lah. You know? mm, mm. So, 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 so yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just a criticism of 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 uh, because it's CNA or what, but it's just I felt disappointed that the the potential of this podcast was not realized. Uh. So to give context, yeah, the format of it was there were three of them and Stephen Chair, and he would ask them a question, and then they answer, and then he move on to the next person ask a question, and even though. It was maybe a, a bit more conversational than what you would see on TV, where there's a mm. limited time and all. Yeah, like there, there was no follow-up question. It's like ask a question, yeah. give a response, ask a question, give a response. So yeah. CNA, come on guys, we've worked with you before. If you need help with podcasts, we can chat, man. But, yeah, uh, that, but that's I mean, a yeah, separate it's, thing, it's, la, separate thing. I mean, uh, granted, yeah, la, they are CNA, so maybe they have certain guidelines mm. to do as well. But but I I did I sometimes I felt like like the speakers or what were making a very good point and then the you know the, the host would just summarize it in just a very generic way like oh yeah there's you know there's very different types of knowledge IQ and EQ and how you apply it is is, is what's important okay let's move on to the next question you know mm, that kind of thing mm, and that's kind of generic uh, uh, can I use a word that last time in college I always tried to use then I always get scolded because I use it wrongly truisms uh. is it truisms uh. word? yeah uh, I, mean, I mean, it sounds like something that an uncle would come up with because they can't think of a word that blends two ideas together. Like, I don't know whether it's an actual word. Yeah. Is it an actual word? It's an actual word. It's an actual word. It's it is. A, a... But, but yeah, it's actually, I always thought oh, it meant a short statement that was always generally accepted as true. But I think my what I was always criticized, was, why, why they always said it was wrong is because it has a negative connotation. So it's like, you are you are saying something that, duh, is. It's like so true, but that is it doesn't add value to the conversation, like you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, in, so, so example, okay, give in me, that context, give, Terrence, give me, give me a truism. 
just just like I think like I, I believe what I just said about the the host just rapping. Oh yeah, you know, there's yeah, basically there's different types of knowledge and how you apply that knowledge is equally important. You know? When mm. when basically he uh, I think if I remember correctly, Prof Ko was making a point about, you know, Singaporeans, we need to look beyond uh just uh, your typical like uh you look beyond the failures and your academic qualifications and 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 think about what what who brings value to society and all uh, you know mm, and then if the answer is oh yeah you know there's different types of knowledge and how we apply the knowledge is is the big question it's like last time <laughs> i remember my the the classes i took for business uh, you know where you just yeah. there's a participation grade in class and then yeah. like fucking professor asks a question everybody puts up their hand and then they would yeah. say, they would answer stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, which is why my participation grade was actually quite low because uh, on hindsight, yeah, I should have spoken more, but you, you hear them and then it says, they, they sound smart la, because they use big words. Um, mm. But wow, this is digging up the past. Anyway, so yeah. this, this for this podcast, right? But yes. I mean, as, like aside from uh, the sound quality and the format, um, mm. I mean, okay, maybe we, we just uh, give a recap of what, Tommy Cole especially said uh, throughout the podcast. Mm. Um, because it almost felt like his his conversation, his narrative has taken the the center, centerpiece, center focus on all the news articles, la, which is a bit yeah. uh, annoying because the other other people also shared their perspectives. But essentially, um, high level, he said, you know, like um, talking about, okay, there's this social compact, but the pandemic made everyone aware of like uh, the people that really help society function. Uh, the frontline workers, mm. the security guards, the cleaners, and they should be paid higher. They should be appreciated more. Um, mm. uh, I mean, he did also say that the pandemic did show him that um, Singapore is very united and mm, mm, there are more volunteers uh, every year. So that's the good side of it. Um, yeah. But when it comes to the e- economic status or economic prosperity, to him, Singapore is, uh, there's a lot more rich people than maybe there should be in a society that is his ideal. Uh, and yeah. the middle class is smaller. La. And the middle yeah. class and poor, it's smaller, but there's a lot of super rich people. La. When in his yeah. mind, I think he was quoting something Lee Kuan Yew said correct, back correct, when yeah. uh, one of China's first ambassadors to Singapore came. And Lee Kuan Yew said he wanted a society that was olive-shaped. Mm, so mm. thin at the top, thin at the bottom, but very fat in the middle. Whereas yeah. for Tomiko, it's a pear shape. Yeah. So I think I think what he meant was, yeah, they, they, I think basically he wanted to make a point that, oh, if you are thinking, oh, this is the Singapore model, Lee Kuan Yew approved it. What, what he was pointing out is that, Lee, no, Lee Kuan Yew was saying that his ideal was that there's a very big middle class in Singapore and that there are very few poor people, very mm. few ultra-rich people. Uh, and then there's a very big fat middle class. La. But what mm. the reality that he sees today after plotting the, the data points is that um, our economy, our income distribution is more like pear-shaped. Mm. There's a, a lot of, uh, you know, rich and super rich, yeah. a lot. The rich, uh, you know, uh, quite a quite a sizable proportion, but there's a lot more like people who are, you know, low middle class and below. La. So mm. um, it has not panned out the way Lee Kuan Yew had envisioned it. Mm. And so to say that this was the Singapore way that was set from the start is a fallacy. La. That's what he's saying. Because mm. I think I think he, to, to be fair, the other, the other thing that probably annoyed me a little bit was that um, you look at this headline, or I'm, like I'm looking at this mothership headline, Tommy Cole, Singapore is snobbish and look down on those who are poor. <laughs> it just makes you sound like fucking asshole. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn grumpy. Or I wouldn't even say asshole, but he's like, wow, opposition party already or something like that. La. But actually, if you listen to the full podcast, right, he's super optimistic, super positive about uh, a lot of the experiences that he had through the pandemic as well. Uh, mm. Where he said that, you know, a lot of Singaporeans, the, the, the angels of Singapore came forth and, and, and you know, really showed uh, as a, that we are not a heartless society and, and we actually care. Uh, and, the, and, you know, the, the numbers back it up in terms of the number of Singaporeans who are doing voluntary or philanthropic, philanthropic work over the years, right? Mm. So, actually, generally, quite positive. But as with, you know, a lot of media, mainstream media, all that, they, they I mean, okay, granted, Mothership is just writing something and they need that, that headline for clickbait and everything. Okay, fine. But CNA were themselves also latched on it. And they were the ones who did the podcast, right? Mm. So, so I, you know, I take issue when, when the, the people who wrote the podcast are going just for the the most clickbaity title and, and and not the nuanced 
the more nuanced discussion about it as well, lah. Yeah, because yeah. like like I mean, my the biggest thing. Okay, so the podcast itself, thirty seven minutes. I found it okay, like um, interesting to listen to. Nothing mind blowing or nothing that made me go like, oh shit. Because aside from Tommy Ko's perspectives, um, the Has um Haslina shared her perspectives of leading like um a non profit that is focused on one community. And I mean, and the younger um, representative Laura, she talked about how yeah, people in on her age or like people who have recently graduated, their approaches or thoughts on the workforce is also different, like, And that is a step mm. in the right direction. So overall, yeah, literally, Tommy Ko himself said at the end he's super optimistic in about Singapore, and they were all <laughs> thanking each other. You know, thank you, Laura. Thank you, Arlena. No, thank you, Tommy Ko. And like, it was just so much like positivity like you listen yeah. to it you feel okay you know Singapore we're in the right direction then you see the fucking title of the podcast <laughs> literally Singapore is snobbish yeah. right um, Tommy Ko says confronting society's flaws is needed for a social compact yeah okay that's the title Um, but then like even in the description there was no hint that okay there there are a lot of upside la. and then like what you say la, mm. the article is just Singapore snobbish Singapore snobbish I was surprised by the podcast because I expected it to be a lot more of Tommy Ko shitting on Singapore la. Yeah, but he talked that? about a lot of stuff, and I mean, he has been vocal for quite a while, like because on Reddit, some mm. people are saying, of course, now he privileged, you know, he get all these advantages in life, then now he shit on the system that made him successful. No mm. since I think even twenty eleven, he was quite public when commenting on a minister's, uh, one minister who said something about their daughter in law potentially marrying someone from a minority race, and he said, oh, you're mm. crazy or something. Yeah. So so he has been quite vocal. So at the end of the day, the podcast, I mean, I thought it was interesting like I did come mm. away from it thinking like you know nowadays when I see articles even today there were a few articles saying oh the younger workforce um, or like the workforce in general if they cannot work at least two days from home they mm. will not take the job Yeah, part of me I won't deny it I'm like hey fuck lah you know like just don't if you have all these demands how like you, you kind of need to you, those kind of blanket demands a bit a bit uh, I don't think it's the best way to go lah and then you see things about oh you know like um can't work that hard part of me always feels like hey no but i think part of me is also realizing that if you if we do want singapore society to evolve inequality mm. to reduce emphasis on purely material success to reduce it does have to start somewhere like and if it's the younger generation that is thinking about this shit when applying for jobs yeah, mm. maybe maybe that's moving in the right direction. So when I heard the younger younger rep, Laura, say that, yeah, for when, when her peers are looking for jobs, it is, it is not just about the pay. It is about mm. the values of the company. It is about this. Then I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess that's, that's a good step in the right direction. It's, a, it's, it's, it's pushing a mindset shift in the older generation like, like, like yourself, myself, right? Yeah, yeah, in terms exactly. Of understanding exactly. what, yeah, understanding what people value and maybe even teaching us a lesson or two about Mm. But what to value as well. Because the, the truth is like, um, you know, as a young parent or you know, the, the stuff that 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 we we used to think was bullet was uh, would get you a bulletproof rice bowl, you know, to get through life and all that, like a college degree and, and all these things, mm. right? Uh it doesn't it's not the same for, for them anymore. It's mm. not gonna be the same twenty years later when when everybody has a has a degree. Uh, you know, and so you kinda need to be able to adapt to this new new shifting uh social norms. Lah. And uh, yeah. if if we are you know if we are entrenched in our oh you know there's only uh, everyone's just a snowflake and they're complaining and the strawberries or that then uh you are we are the ones that are uh, you know not not evolving with the times of solar yeah exactly and a lot of these mindsets are based on like uh stuff that you kind of anchor on when you're younger like. I mean even for me mm. like right now yeah you know we have, we have chosen this alternative path and. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster, and 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 I mean, I, like I love what we do and all, but I won't deny that when things are not going well, sometimes when I see the people around me, I'm like, oh shit, why 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 am I that? But then I have to bring myself back. I'm like, then what is is success, like You know, like there's all these different definitions, and a lot of it is traced back to when I was fucking younger in school and all this shit, like. So so yeah. if that sort of stuff is being shaped now as they're entering the workforce, yeah, mm. it. It it does feel like okay, then at least something is changing lah. Because otherwise, we have heard this stuff about oh Singapore, you know, we need to embrace the the all aspects of society, everyone on every rung. We can talk all the fuck we want, and I think there's only so much that the government can do in terms of enforcing appreciation for for every rung of society. 
just mm. just seeing that okay in some way people's behavior is also changing yeah like, okay like then yeah. at least something is changing like there, there's there's hope like. yeah so but do you uh generally agree with his statement singapore is singaporeans or singapore is snobbish um if i had to say yes or no i would wow. i would say just on the statement I would say I, I'm leaning towards no. no. Because, okay, if it's just on that statement, like, because definitely got mm. snobs, definitely got hierarchy. But there's also mm. so many parts of Singapore that I think are not like that. Like, unfortunately, the snobs and people at the top of the hierarchy kind of influence a lot of things. Like. Yeah. But for yeah. you? Uh, I mean, it's a very blanket statement, but I would also say that, uh, the, you know, we are also products of the system, in a way. Mm. Uh, I think I've talked to the I've talked to the cows already have taken the MRT and gone home already la, about the alignment of incentives all the way at the very top la, right mm. the way the way a minister's salary is structured to you know uh, be pegged to the richest people the richest mm. uh, highest earners of society versus like pegging it to some other KPI or some other metric that I think that at the very top you know it trickles down to what people value, what people see as important in their lives and in society. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think even Tommy Cole himself was saying that he doesn't know the answer to how, whether this can change. Mm -hmm. He's optimistic because he hears of, he hears people like the other two guests of what they think and what they talk about and they are the next generation, right? So, mm. he's optimistic but um, as, as it stands right now, as a, product of the system, the very successful system that has brought us this far and all that. Uh, maybe we've not managed the downsides of the system enough, like the, the cons uh, of the system. And that's what we're seeing now, where there is, uh, there, there, like, I think the pandemic really exacerbated and, and made us realize, hey, a lot of the essential workers that were, and I'm not talking about artists, right? Mm. But the essential workers who were really frontliners and, and taking care of of everyone and the cleanliness of your estate, the cleanliness of your of your food courts and all these things, they're you know severely under underappreciated, underpaid uh, Even teachers, right? You know, recently there's a pay rise for teachers announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Uh, yeah, I think the shocking thing is that it was like the review for the pay used to be every only every five to ten years. You know, fuck. And you think about it, like the rate of inflation since 2015, the last time the teachers' pay was. Was uh was adjusted twenty fifteen to now you know then then we're finally seeing a job and then imagine everything that's happened in between pandemic and you know uh homeschooling and everything and not homeschooling mm. I mean uh I mean have those basically kids being at home and attending the is this homeschooling what yeah what yeah, the fuck homeschooling. Is <laughs> not homeschooling what am I, what am home, I saying uh? home lessons remote lessons remote home, uh, remote learning remote it, learning no it's, it's not remote, remote learning. learning it's something else it's, there's the word home in it. Home, eh? uh, home based, home, home based schooling, home, home based, based learning, ah, home based like, home learning. Home HBL, home yes, home based learning, HBL, home yeah. homeschooling, <laughs> home no, home based learning that home the teachers had learning. to adapt to yeah, in the HBL. past two years. Yeah, correct, correct. So yeah, yeah I mean, imagine how much the teachers had to adapt in the past, you know, five to seven years, and then yeah, there's only one exercise every five to ten years to, to mm. raise the pay. And it's I mean, kinda, even, kind of crazy. Yeah. Even there was an article on Bloomberg that was uh, kind of uh, referred to something that Lawrence Wong said um, about hinting that there might be more taxes for the rich in future. La. So, mm. I mean, mm. it's one of those things that, okay, like uh, there have been a lot of research to show that, okay, inequality do does decrease uh, uh, when, when the taxes are a little more aligned. Uh, of course, there are still many uncertainties, but feels like, okay, like, things are slowly changing. But the funny thing was on the podcast, I think when Stephen Chia asked, okay, so how how long before Singapore reaches like some the, like a, a good place? Like, there was silence, no? There was silence for like two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Of course, I was listening at, at double speed, so maybe the silence didn't last as long. Oh, yeah, I was, I, I, was, I, was, um, I was listening at double speed as well, and it was also, long enough for me to notice. Four seconds, maybe it's, uh. yeah, maybe, <laughs> Maybe it was, maybe it was quite just, a while. You listen in real time, it really like... Yeah, that's why I can hear the tumbleweed. <laughs> all. Because even Stephen Chia said, oh, you know, the silence. Or he made some reference to it. Uh. But mm -hmm. that was when Tomiko was saying, yeah, he is still very optimistic because he's not sure how long, but he's optimistic. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and are you optimistic or not, Terrence? Uh, I mean, you kind of have to be, like, right? You have to be. If not, what's the Don't point give of, that kind of truism answer. Of fuck, that's the truism, no. Of course, it's no, always I mean, good to be optimistic. 
You just have to be like. I mean, if not, if not, what are you what parents are you unshackle, for, you know? unshackle, unshackle. What do you think you need unshackle. to say? Yeah. What is unshackle, your true? What, what are your true sentiment? Are you optimistic or not? Unshackle, unshackle. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah. You you have no, to. I be. mean, okay, maybe uh. because I I have again because I have a kid, uh. so so there there need there needs to. I mean, if not, then why why you bring up your kids for you know? You kind of got to help them try and you know find their way and hope that they also with their their generation of kids who are probably all just tumbling around the playgroup right now and all that mm. that they will be able to figure a way out of this lah. Uh, this being the the situation that we're in now where you know we we realize not everything's perfect and how do we how do we fix it lah. So so that means are you saying you're not optimistic but you have to be optimistic because okay if someone would ask me do I sleep early I'm like yeah I I have I have to sleep early but do I sleep early mm. no I don't I know I mm. should sleep early but I don't sleep early um mm. so if so you're optimistic or no Optimi- I'm optimistic yeah uh, okay lah see simple yeah. simple no need to give me all backstory of like why you feel you have to be optimistic or I don't know but I give you the context of I'm generally a quite a you know like a, I would say. Uh, I always okay. I always uh, quite careful and see the 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 downside of things. But but I mean because the my timeline, the timeline of the life that I am looking forward to is is has extended a little bit because I have my kids and I, mm. I, I'm trying to imagine that how what life will be like for them when they're my age and everything. Mm. So I think a bit uh into the I try to look a bit more into the future and see okay how how things going to be for them lah. And and mm. I, I do feel. Uh, some optimism that yeah, that things can change uh, from from what it currently is. It's not terrible now, right? Obviously, mm, so mm. I think I think there's there's one thing very important to remember that we are not in a terrible position. But how do we make it better, mm, mm. Uh, How true, about you? True. No, I would say I'm optimistic, la. I'm optimistic. There's still really, yeah. You don't think so? Why why are you so surprised? Depends on which day of the week I I bump to you, so. <laughs> <la>. <laughs> <laughs> or whether I just had an argument with my fiance yeah, or something. Uh, all that kind of thing. Or you went to, you know, your or some there's some planning fuck up for your for your wedding coming up. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> wow, it will sucks. Oh, so you think you think I'm I'm more pessimistic than optimistic? Eh? No, 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 I think but but you and I we've talked about this before where 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 even if you are more optimistic, it's it's you have a higher dynamic range of Oh yeah, of yeah. I'm more volatile. Like, I'm more volatile, yeah. correct, correct. I'm more yeah, volatile. It goes from my oh yeah, we've got to do this and then the next day like, oh, <laughs> everything sucks. There's yeah, let's <laughs> let's not think so far. Yeah, yeah that is true. Whereas so for to- me it's more of a constant then like I'm I'm a bit more like a a big fat ship that, that needs a lot more to be pushed in the direction, like right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas yours Especially the, when yours, it comes like, to new apps. New yeah, apps. Yeah, new yeah. You're on a kayak, la. you're on a kayak, <laughs> so you are you travel fast, but you capsize a lot as well. <laughs> capsize, then come up, capsize, come up, you know. Right. That's how I would say it. I would la. say, yeah. yeah, capsize a lot, but also, like, nimble. But nimble. you come back up. Nimble, yeah, but capsize yeah. a lot, la. then always has, you know, then, <laughs> then the ship have to throw a float, then you come up, then, wow, very fast again. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's the analogy I gave. La. Yeah, but I think now you have to throw less floats because my fiance is also beside me, so she also throws a lot of floats. <laughs> yeah, throws a lot worry. of floats, like a lot of flares. Don't worry, you know just that. say what you want to say, unshackled. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. No, but I am optimistic. I am optimistic. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm optimistic. Yeah. Why, I'm why are you optimistic? Because of the next generation or what? No, I think because over uh, the past 10 years, just being in Singapore in our field and all that, feels like, okay, la, sometimes uh, things shift to extremes. Like when it comes to, mm. I don't know, like uh, care and concern for the underprivileged or disenfranchised or freedom of expression and all. But I think generally the conversations happening now, the sentiments being shared by mm. even our peers as they also go into positions of like, okay, influence and all, feels like, okay, la, that it could still go very wrong, but mm. there is a lot of potential to just get get better la, and have better outcomes. La. So yeah, I'm optimistic. La. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, of course, videos of uh, Lawrence Wong, like... Uh, playing guitar or riding motorcycle or that <laughs> makes me feel like eh? uh, what the okay, fuck is <laughs> <laughs> okay next prime minister rides motorbikes and, and plays and he plays pretty good guitar la, better than average I would the say future NDP he'll be part of the performance yeah. right? he'll be part of the performance he'll come instead of that big merce that um, yeah. uh, the eh, dude, does the PM come in a transport no that's just the president la, right? No, no, no I think just the president yeah, yeah. just PM the just president goes to the sea but, but I think my, my thing was just that uh, yeah, la, maybe even he is 
demonstrating that uh going forward you can't just be that you know single-minded focus on on work and nothing else you know on earning money and eat and gdp and nothing else so la. there's a bit more i mean and you see there right there an example there's a bit more appreciation of the arts a bit more appreciation of uh different kinds of uh, lifestyles and everything like right mm, mm, mm. Correct, uh, so, correct, so correct. it's not it's not a small thing when you when you see your the future pm doing all these things like, i think that's important huh? yeah like next time your child want to say hey i want to learn guitar then you say no then you're like hey will pm also play guitar <laughs> and what are you exactly. gonna say what are you gonna say terence <laughs> or motorbike pm <laughs> yeah, also ride motorbike wow. PM wow, also i want my motorbike license cannot yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous you know you think Ooh, it's, well, pm yeah. can what pm can what then good luck to all parents man yeah yeah <laughs> So yeah, yeah that's uh, mm. that's the uh, Singapore that uh, Tommy Cole sees. But mm. um, yeah, lah. I mean, we we say we're very optimistic about the next generation, <laughs> but maybe the next story <laughs> might make you a little bit less optimistic. Uh. Yeah. What is what is what is this? It story is here? the the recent backlash and reaction from a prominent influencer in Singapore who goes by the name of Naomi Neo. Mm. Um, I mean, she's pretty big, lah. She has a few million. Uh, in the TikTok followers and uh, she posts quite a bit about her family, her four-year-old mm. son. But recently, she also jumped onto this trend uh, on TikTok where parents uh, would kind of like turn on the face cam of their camera, uh, mm. put their phone down with their kid there like in a room and then turn on this ghost filter which yeah. makes a ghost kind of appear in the background with some very sinister voice uh, mm-hmm. and the parents will run out of the room and lock the child in the room uh, and they record yeah. how the child reacts. Yeah. So I had yeah. seen it on TikTok every once in a while and I was all like, uh, why? But okay, it's over why? 23, 23 million views. Uh. And that's just that's Naomi's awesome. video. La. Because yeah, yeah, it is correct. a trend on TikTok. So I don't know how many yeah. fucking hundreds of millions of views have already been chalked up. Uh, so yeah. I saw it before, but then when, when uh, news broke that, that Naomi knew did it, that her video got 23 million views. Uh, and see, there was a lot of people who gave their feedback and then they, she and her husband posted a reaction video uh, a couple of days ago basically saying that okay I think everyone has their own ideas of parenting and how each child learns is different I would never do anything to deliberately hurt my own child and then it shows videos of the child laughing at the mm. ghosting saying want to do again and saying that oh mm. it's fake it's not real so that's where we're at yeah but why I mean yeah um I'm I'm a parent, so yeah. obviously my views are going to be very boring. Mm. I'm actually more interested to hear what your views are as a you know, uh, just uh, just a consumer uh, of content. Uh, uh. Consumer content, and then you yeah. What what do you think of this like, When you yeah, first saw I'm, it, you know? but but first of all, why did you want to talk about this? Eh? I mean, it's it's yeah like, There are there are a lot of different views about it. There are people who are also defending her. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah they're correct. saying that they are don't. Why why is everyone? making such a big fuss. It's just a prank. And and if the kid after that seems okay with it already, why, why uh, are people getting offended on his behalf? You know, you're not the parent. Mm. Let the parents do the parenting, right? Yeah. But I think my reaction also going to be the very boring conventional one. Because eh? really? I think it's damn stupid. <laughs> and why? Fucking stupid. Because, uh, I mean, I still have very vivid memories of things mm. that I experienced when I was young. Mm-hmm. I think before the age of five or six because I wasn't schooling that I remember to this day la. and most of the yeah. time it is not something that I see remember very like super fondly or anything mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if this kid is four years old you do this uh, mm-hmm. yeah sure he might be happy after that but that's I mean the whole thing about why minors are considered minors when it comes to offenses and laws is because there is this understanding that okay la, they are the brains growing. are not developed. Uh, yeah. yeah, their brains are literally not biologically developed. So if you're saying that your son who's four years old is laughing in the video and saying, oh, he can tell fake from real as a justification why, oh, the prank is harmless. Then I'm like, mm. what? I mean, yeah. I'm not a parent. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I will be as a parent, but it fucking yeah. blows my mind. And it blows my mind that so many other parents also on TikTok did this. I don't understand. Mm, mm. So that's yeah. my... That's my... Like, bo- no. like I, I think it's a boring answer because your uncle, it, your uncle answer, my uncle uh. answer la. <laughs> but, but I, I, I have the exact same thoughts about it but actually I, I thought an interesting angle that we can bring to the table that very few other people can bring is the idea of a prank la, right 
Uh. Why is it when we were doing pranks on the streets, uh, as Ministry of Funny on YouTube, and and that's what made us also, uh, you know, quite popular on social media and all that, right? Mm. Um, you know, we could have always done these scary ghost pranks where we jump out at people mm. from the middle of the night and, and, and all that, right? Because those were quite popular back then. Yeah, those were fucking prank, popular. Big spider prank. prank uh. Big spider prank, spider dog prank. Why did we avoid doing those? Uh? Uh, yeah, it is something that we talked about a lot. Um, Like basically the principle or our belief was that, okay, if you want to do a prank video, the... Mm it shouldn't be at the expense of someone else uh, almost without their consent. Um, mm. and but it always will be at the expense of someone else. I mean, okay, it, yeah. It, okay, so, the consent, even if you get it also, it comes after. Yeah, correct. The, it comes the after. Event, right? I think, I okay, so do you remember how we articulated it? Because for us, when we discussed it, it was very clear, okay, we are not going to do this kind of shit. La. I think the, one big thing for us was that the prank shouldn't uh deliberately be going out to try and traumatize someone like right mm. uh as it evoke feelings of like extreme fear or that they're gonna die or something like that like, right mm. uh so so a, a lot of our pranks um were were more about sort of uh subtly influencing the the um subtly influencing the their perception of things like right for example you know uh having a, a painted painted human body blend into a wall then then slowly getting people to to not uh, who haven't seen it to eh, suddenly realize that eh, oh there's there's a there's something going on in the back lah, right mm. uh, and and their, their reactions can be quite extremely shocking on it but it's never to the point where it's we are trying deliberately trying to to make scare them and then like make them like jump out of their pants lah, right mm. uh, and, and sometimes the reactions because of that the reactions are more muted as well lah. And uh, we would accept that as part of the the, the it's just part of the game, like You know, mm. if we don't want to do that kind of extreme scare prank, uh, the reactions we get also might not always be crazy, la, But but that's the thing, like We're not trying. We we don't want to bring people to a point where they are fearful of their for their lives or what, la. And the the extreme fear that you see in her son's face as he backs away from the phone and tries to open the door is, uh, I don't know, man. As a parent, it just I'm just like, wow, that is uh, heartbreaking to watch, la, You know. Mm. Uh, and and aren't you setting yourself up for for sleepless nights when your kid can't sleep alone in his bed because because he sees that image in his mind and all that right? Yeah, and I mean that's not th- even taking into account that here is this kid who has twenty three million people watching him get scared that is going <laughs> to be on the internet forever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It just feels like wait, what? How does this fucking make sense? Like uh. And I guess I was surprised by their reaction also because uh, just posting the video of their kid laughing, I mean, I probably laughed at some dumbass shit and if somebody mm. punched me in the face or slapped me uh, when I was four and then like the next day, they give me a sweet, I also will laugh, right? I also yeah. will, will, will be okay. And she's actually played other pranks on her kids, be- on, her, on that same kid before. No? There was one mm. time when she pretended to be invisible, one time when she pretended to not show up at school to pick him up and yeah, yeah he's just crying and it just feels like whoa whoa yeah. how does that and make I mean, sense yeah then has there been there has been a precedent like right before I think not in Singapore but in the US where there were just some families that were you know just doing pranks on YouTube on uh, within the family on their kids and all that to a certain point where where literally people were reporting them to like the child protective services and all that like Mm. And then they they actually had to. I think they got, uh, yeah, child protective services stepped in and then took the kids out of their custody, la, You know, mm. um. So I all I'm just saying is that there, there, there comes a, there is a line somewhere where people say that hey, this is whether or not you are the parent, what you're doing to the to the child may be too much, la. And uh, of course, you never want to separate a parent from a child or, or and forcefully and all, la, But. But if the parent is just relentless and 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 un you know unrelenting in in milking the child's reactions for money right mm. uh or for views or whatever la, that whatever is important to them then it's you know if, if someone has to step in and do something I, I I can't say that that's the worst outcome la, right yeah yeah I, exactly and I mean I think another thing also that that for us when we were filming pranks is that we never 
approach anyone who looked like they could be below 18. Mm, uh, mm, because, yeah. and that's below 18. So, this one, when it comes to your four-year-old child, yeah, granted, it's your child. Yeah. I don't know, man. And the fact that she's a content creator by profession, mm. yeah. it's not just someone random. It just feels like, wow, like, um, I don't know, man. And the people defending her also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I'm sure, okay, I'm sure you also have a lot of people kind of making comments about your parenting style. Do you? Of course, of course. Right. Of course. So, I think there's no, there's no right answer to parenting, like, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether it was you or someone else told me the analogy if they take with their kid is like an iPhone, like, at some point, um, you're going to drop it. <laughs> I'm not saying you drop your kid and all, like, but I'm just uh-huh, saying okay, okay. that you have your, like, uh, uh, like that. There's no way to really control everything in your child's life. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe what Naomi Nyo is thinking is that at some point he's going to be exposed to ghost shit. Why yeah. not expose him now and let him know that he's not real? Can that not be a very uh, big approach? Because I have some friends who swear in yeah. front of their kids, you know, because they're like, you yeah. know, it's it's better they hear it from me first than opposed to someone and then someone someone else. Yeah, I mean, all, all I have to say is that to that is like what you, the point you said earlier, like biologically, their brains are not as, they are developing very fast, but they're not anywhere near developed. Like they, your brain only really gets fully developed closer to your 20s, like, mm. maybe your mid-20s, you know? Mm. So the way you process emotions, the way you process uh, stuff that have traumatic things happen in your childhood, uh, it can stay with you for a very long time. And if you go on Reddit and you see some of the responses, People are literally talking about stories of how they were, you know, they were pranked or they were left alone, locked in a room when they were kids. Mm. And that for, has followed them into their adulthood where they can't go to a toilet at night alone. Uh, they have to wake up their, their husband or wife to accompany them to the toilet at night. Mm. Uh, and various things like that, like, you know, not being able to sleep with the lights off and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my only advice, I don't want, you, yeah, like, you don't want to tell a parent how to parent, but the only advice is, uh, don't downplay the you know the longer term effects it might have on your child la. and yeah, then maybe man. it might be worth just re-examining what you I mean okay uh, maybe this is your lot in life you have to create content as a family as a family uh, vlogger and everything this is your lot this is your career fine but um, yeah don't 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 do it at the expense of someone else's development la. Maybe, maybe for 18 years time, like the kid would be, that was the best thing that ever happened yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. And that video, you know, like just, it changed my life forever. <laughs> then we can listen to this podcast again. Just like how we listened to the podcast two years ago where I was a bit more uh, flippant about COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah be like, oh, chills okay. down your spine. Yeah, yeah, chills down our spine, man. No, I mean, yeah, la, it's, it's, I think, um, you know, like, like as content creators, when whenever we talk about involving our own personal family and all that in our content, uh, we have to be very careful, right? Yeah. I think there's there's various reasons for that. But but you just, yeah, you just need to be doubly careful and concerned. Uh. So, yeah, Naomi, we're not saying you're, you're wrong or anything like that, but we're just saying do, do, uh, yeah, do, do think twice like, when, it, when it's about your child and everything, like, right? Mm-hmm. maybe she said hey Terrence you know I'm giving my child the, the experience of a Lamborghini you go out or not yeah. Terrence huh? that's why I never that's why child protective yeah. services needs to step in yeah that's why he got no Lamborghini how can no parent <laughs> how can any parent not give the experience of a Lamborghini to their child horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. horrible yeah. I think we spoke about that on the on the you know when the work salary man was on a podcast as well mm-hmm. we talked about that like yeah what if well, what kind of experiences you give a child Will be very uh, instructive to how they grow up as well, right? Mm-hmm. You know, prior, if they if they just get used to like flying private private jets and all that, uh, you know, then one day when they take business class, it's gonna be like the the whole world come crashing down, uh. Yeah, and yeah, then, correct, correct. So you just gotta be very cognizant, uh, that that you know how you parent will have uh, long term effects on them, uh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool, man. Wow. That's, cool, uh, cool, cool. So you're still optimistic enough about. <laughs> I'm still optimistic. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still optimistic, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. still, cool. still optimistic. But yeah, yeah. man. Speaking of optimism, uh, let's yes. talk about our one shook comment. Yes, our one shook comment for the week. Mm. So, uh, mine yeah. is uh, a post by Honey Conflicts, mm. uh, telling us that they spent a very awesome Friday night at Rishi Rudrani's live and exposed show, and they literally put a photo of. 
of um, Rishi on stage at the show saying mm. that yeah, it was because of our podcast with Rishi that's why he was motivated he or she was motivated to purchase tickets for to watch the show la. and mm. they really enjoyed it they got a photo of Rishi and they told him that it was because we they he they heard him on our podcast la. Oh, so, they told uh, him. Yeah, they told him. Yeah. Uh, they told him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm like, yeah, I, I, we're going to chase down Rishi for the commission, for the fifteen percent commission. Oh, yeah, that's everything. true. Huh? When you message Rishi, <laughs> all he said was like, "Thanks, bros. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, bros." Yeah. We yeah. sent him our invoice uh, after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah but okay, the other okay. thing that 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 this uh, honey conflicts also says, thanks to Terence, I am now unemployed. Uh, after working high finance under huge pressure, long hours, and major anxiety for the past few years. I've decided to take a leap of faith and work on things that actually make me happy, happier. Blessed wow. to have a supportive partner and an amazing Yala Bud podcast to tune into, which keeps me going. Wow. So shout out to Honey Conflicts. You know, whatever journey it is you've chosen to to go on, uh, I'm, uh, you know, there's, I feel glad and also, uh, you know, a sense of like, you know, wow, this is a, this is almost like a kind of like heavy responsibility that, that, that Harish and I share in terms of like trying to encourage people to, you know, um, follow their passions, chase their dreams and, 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 and yeah, and, and live for, live life to the fullest. Mm, wow, but Lawrence mm. Wong will be pissed off at you, uh, Terence, for Why? encouraging maybe someone to maybe become one. Yeah, it brings down the numbers of employment, the workforce, Terence. But, but, but he says work on things that actually make me happier. So it sounds like any conflicts is still going to be working uh, mm. just on something that makes them happier. La. Mm. I mean, it could still be, it's, it could still be going to a jo- another job. It's just not one that is uh, high in high finance. La. So that's that means it, the happiness, the happiness uh, index for Singapore will go up slightly. La. Slightly, yeah. Slightly. Firstly, cool. because they attended Rishi show and secondly, because they, you know, they, they ju- made the jump. La. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, my one show comment, um, it's just uh just a shout out to to longtime commenter Jungle Jimbo eighty eight uh who who we've already given shout outs to in the past but it never feels so amaze me the depth to which he kind of timestamps uh content that we might appear in and all that. so recently mm. uh someone the small boyo kind of shared a CNA singlish documentary that I feature in a little bit mm. um I mean yeah I, like just I hope every uh, I hope it turned out well I haven't watched it yet. But Jungle Jimbo timestamp all the moments that I appeared. <laughs> mm. Like, mm. holy shit. I think yesterday I found myself skimming through like, okay, where am I? Uh? Where am I? Fuck, where am I? But Jungle Jimbo just made life easier for me and hopefully other people as well. Uh. Yeah, so, uh, he's giving the, the literal timestamp. Like. Yeah, the timestamp and what I said. Like, yo, man, the commitment is real and I and this I really appreciate it. The, no, the it's video on, on TikTok. Oh, Fuck what? you la, it's on YouTube la, it's a full documentary la, dude. Oh, the full documentary, got it. Just yeah. one statement, you're like, oh, you did a TikTok documentary, well done. No, 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 yeah. there's a, TikTok there's a documentary. There's another, of course, there's another post where someone took a screenshot of you in a TikTok Oh, video. there was another, so, sing- just, just so happened uh, that I was okay, in okay. two Singlish Multiple. productions about Singlish. What's you, what's you and Singlish, your obsession Dude, Singlish. I tell you, it's the fucking omelette. They heard Let the omelette, they heard the omelette and they're like, okay, this guy pronounces words in a weird way. Just like Singlish does to English words. We need to have uh, it. Yeah, I think the omelet. Uh, the omelet is like, a, yeah, it's just, a, that one's just for attention. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> the people best. people speak English. It's the we best. speak English because, it's, because that's where we grew up and live. Nah. Yours is just for attention. Nah. It's the best audition Friends. piece ever. <laughs> it's all strategy, my friend. It's all strategy. You walk in the room and the first thing you hey, what do you have for brunch? I had I had omelet. Yeah. Hey, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's so interesting. Yeah, man. If I had a documentary I'm about language, I would definitely get this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's yeah, what happened. That's literally what happened, though, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that was my one shot comment. Uh, what yes. about the one shot thing, man? Um. Yeah, my one shot thing is a new. Uh, no, not a new. Like, it's been around for a bit. Uh, podcast called Land of the Giants. Uh, not sure if you heard about it, but basically, it's uh. I think it's uh, reporters from the the Verge, uh, not mm. the Verge, sorry, Recode and Vox. Mm. Um, they basically have been reporting on all these tech giants for the last you know number of years, and uh, they've actually done. They're doing these deep dives into each of these uh, tech giants, uh, 
And um, if you go back to season one, it's actually from 2019 when, when and they did uh, a study on Amazon. La. So it, they just really go into the origins of Amazon, how they grew, Amazon grew big, how, what kind of effects Amazon has on the communities that it touches and, and what's the, the future for Amazon. La. So uh, it's, it's really interesting to, to, to delve into the histories uh, of these companies and how Wall Street reacted to them you know, and how they're affecting people on the ground who work in their warehouses and all that. Mm, and also mm-hmm. how they are going to be in the future. La. So uh, season one was Amazon. Even though it was two, it's already two years old, it's still very, uh, a lot of the stuff that they, they, they cover is very relevant. It's very interesting. Mm. Um, you know, the subsequent seasons is about Netflix, Google, Facebook, uh, all the tech giants. Uh. Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just starting on season two already. And I really strongly recommend everyone to just even check out season one and, and and the crazy, crazy stories about Amazon. I see. And what's it called again? Land of the Giants. Land of the yeah. Giants. Wow. It's uh, by, yeah, Vox and Recode. Yeah. Nice. Um, cool. So yeah, uh, there's actually, yeah. sorry, there's six seasons already. It's uh, Amazon, Netflix, Google, uh, you know, uh, delivery companies, mm. I think. And then uh, Apple. And now is the latest seasons on Facebook slash Meta. Mm. Yeah. Wait, so Land of the Giants, is it? Uh, Yeah, Land of the Giants. Yeah, that's right. That's because Land I'm of the Giants about. is also uh, an hour-long American science fiction television program that aired in yeah. 1968. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that uh, really is about, <laughs> it's about yeah, a land real giants. Yeah. <laughs> no, so maybe, maybe like the, maybe for all you know, the tech companies don't what like this fuck? series. Uh, so they are trying to they're pushing up a show from the 60s on the search, the SEO for the for that show rather than this podcast. Uh. I was really like, know, man. the know. Wikipedia thing, I was like, okay, very little is known about the home planner of the giants. I'm like, where the fuck is yeah. the stuff about Amazon and Google? Exactly. Oh, so it's two different things. Yeah, 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 different, different. Yep. I see, I see, land of the giants. I see, I see, I see. That's cool, yes. that's cool. Cool. Um, okay, so uh, my one show thing is just the news that I think last week, the trailer mm. for Rick and Morty season six dropped. Mm. The trailer is out. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with Rick and Morty, it is a animated comedies, uh, adult themed comedy series. It's just zany as fuck, and it just mm. follows like this one crazy scientist and his grandson as they go into different dimensions and parallel universes, and they're always trying to save the world that they inevitably put in danger. And it's fucking yeah. great. It's so eccentric. I love it. Uh, five seasons mm. down now. The sixth season is coming soon. You've watched all five seasons. Yeah, yeah, I watched all five. Oh, okay, okay. All Got five. It. I mean, some were better than others, but wow, it was really good. I like, got moments of like just hilarity, moments of like of tears. So it was great. It was is this, great. Is this the final, the final season already or something? I don't know, man. I don't know whether mm. it's going to be final or not. Okay, but because yeah. yeah, I think I got to season three, and then after that, I kind of like uh, oh, weaned yourself off. Huh? Yeah, but I haven't. Yeah, I haven't felt the urge to get back to it yet. But if it's the final season, I might not. Yeah. Don't know whether it's the final season. Okay. Uh, but yeah. it's a cool, cool watch anyway. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. Uh okay, awesome. Oh no, I don't think it's the final. It's uh there was a long term deal secured in May 8, 2018 that ordered 70 new episodes over an unspecified wow. number of seasons. Wow. So yeah, it's not gonna be the last. Okay. It'll be a while. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Awesome. All, All right. right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to y'all soon.